Hi, I'm Brad Rosley. Thanks for tuning in today to Smart Money. Today, we're going to talk about the new tax law that was just passed by the Congress yesterday and should be signed by the President any day now. Rather than talk about all the different new laws, which you can read about in my blog on my lifeplanningtoday.com blog, you can um, tune in here today and understand who the winners and losers are. And after I speak about who the winners and losers are, I'm going to hit on what you should do now before the end of the year to take advantage of the tax law. Let me start with the winners. The big winners are not the rich. The big winners are the middle class. The middle class are going to see a huge increase in their standard deduction up to $24,000 for married couples. They'll have that deduction each and every year going forward. In addition to that, they got a huge family tax credit for children that they have, $2,000 a year per child. That means that many families in middle America, those making, say, $50,000, are actually not only are you not going to pay any income tax at a federal level, but you may actually get a return of money in the mail. I don't know that I'm the biggest fan of that or not. It's one thing to pay no federal income tax, but in many people's cases, they're actually going to get a check in the mail from other people's tax money. Some of the other winners include, of course, you may have heard about this, the business tax rate change. It's gone down from 35% to 21%. That's a huge benefit for corporate America. And since most of us work for corporate America, we're gonna see a benefit there too down the road. Businesses are gonna to wanna to stay in the US rather than move overseas. And it's even arguable to say that new businesses might wanna to move to the US from other countries. Time will tell how that works out. Small business owners like me will also see a huge benefit because of a pass-through 20% uh, income tax deduction that we're all going to get on our income before we pay a personal income tax. One of the other big areas of the tax code that I think is especially exciting because I've had three kids is uh, private schools are now going to be eligible K-12 through for 529 plan money. So you put money in your 529, it'll let it grow without tax, and it comes out, and you can use it for those schools without paying any income tax. Now let me turn to the losers real quick. Losers are those high-income taxpayers who happen to live in high-tax states. Think of California. Think of the entire East Coast. Illinois, to some extent. Those are some of the highest income tax states. Well, High income earners in those states have had an amazing income tax deduction for many years. They've been able to take a federal income tax deduction for their high state income tax. Now, in the name of fairness, they have really been getting a big income tax break. I live in Illinois. Now our taxes are 5%. Um, and if you live in a 0% income tax state, you didn't get that benefit. So let's just pick an example. Again, I'm talking about high income employees here. Let's say someone's making $200,000 a year salary. Well, if you live in Texas, you don't get any income tax break because you don't pay any income tax on the federal level for living in Texas. But if you live in Illinois and you pay a 5% Illinois income tax, that's 5% times 200000 or $10,000 of a deduction that you get to write off on your federal taxes. 
Therefore, you're only paying tax on 190 versus 200. In the name of fairness, on a federal level, why should someone in a state like Texas have to pay more income tax on the same income at a federal level than someone in a state like Illinois or California or New York? So you're going to hear some whining, I guarantee, from people that live in those high-tax states. I happen to live in Illinois, and I hear a lot of whining already about that. The same is true with people who live in very expensive homes that pay a lot in property tax, because now that new deduction is capped between property tax and state income tax as a deduction at $10,000. So you'll hear some crying from people that are impacted by the loss or the minimization of that tax write-off. But that's for the rich, folks. They're the ones crying, not the people in the middle class. Something else I'd like to talk about is home values. It's also very, very possible that the high-end home values may take a little bit of a hit because of the loss of those deductions. Meanwhile, circling back to the winners, if the middle class has more income in their pockets because they're paying less tax, could be a housing boom on the, on the um, starter home side. So what are you to do now that this law is in place? Well, it really focuses around those people that because of the loss of those big state and property tax deductions are no longer going to be itemizing their deductions. So those people ought to be making these decisions. Number one, you might want to prepay your January 1st mortgage payment to get the interest write off for 2017. Number two, you might want to make your 2018 charitable contributions in 2017 because, again, if you're not itemizing, you're not going to use that as a write-off. But if you are itemizing for 2017, you've got here a few days left to make that contribution and get the write-off for 2017. The same is true for your property taxes and for your state income tax if you are making estimated payments. So you actually may want to pay your 2018 property tax bill, whatever you could afford, in 2017 and take the write-off as an itemized deduction for 2017 taxes. If you are the type of person that pays a quarterly income tax payment, which a lot of self-employed people do, you have till January 15th of next year to pay it. But if you pay it in 2017, you can use the write-off against your 2017 taxes. The only issue with that is if you're subject to the AMT, the alternative minimum tax, those property and state income taxes get added back, so there'll be no benefit in doing that. Check with your accountant on all of this, of course, before you do any of this stuff. Lastly, if you do have a 529 plan and kids of any age that go to private school or those that you want to save for for college, you definitely want to make your contribution prior to the end of the year. So you get the state income tax right off for your state, such as Illinois. So if you make a, a $10,000 contribution, you're saving 5% or $500 in state of Illinois income tax for that year. That's my summation of what you should do, who the winners are, who the losers are. There's a lot more details about my actual writing about the bill and now the law in my blog post. It's time to subscribe now. I've got a dozen videos online on my YouTube page. I generally come out with new videos, new information for you guys every week. So please tell your friends, please subscribe today, and have a Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening.